Hey, good morning, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome in to Talking in Cars with DJs, a subset of the Talking Trek podcast here this morning for 60 minutes. Stevens Aaron giving you unfettered access to answer your question about duality. Part three. Here we are on Arc Fall Day. Arc Launch 2021, and we have the introduction of a quasi-new faction, three new officers, and some goodies to share with you, I suppose. Uh, good morning, everybody. Welcome. My name is Ultimate DJs, and appreciate you being here. 60 minutes are on the clock for your official Q&A. We've got live ops on tap. Uh, I even invited them to be here in voice, and you know what, Steven Aaron? They almost did it. They almost did it, but there's a lot going on here this morning over at Scopely HQ, so I want to send a special thank you and shout uh, shout out to the Live Ops team who are standing by and ready to answer the questions that I may not be able to answer for you, but hopefully uh, that doesn't happen and I just prove myself to be a genius. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, good morning all the way across the across the world to Steven Zarin over in New Zealand, your audio engineer today running audio uh, in the studio for us. I appreciate that. Thank you so very, very much, sir. Also, good morning uh, over in India to V Ready, our leading Arcfall correspondent, who is literally Arcfall is like his his time to shine. He's always here for Arcfall and getting us the data from the game early. We appreciate that so very much. Also, Jesse on our stage uh, will be working on the calendar. As a matter of fact, from what I understand, already begun. Right? We'll have a calendar yep. by uh, by this afternoon. And uh, super excited about that. So good morning, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. We have uh, stuff to get to. So as we have discussed in the past, what we will do here is not an actual podcast of the patch notes or, or, or a breakdown of teaching because we already posted that this morning in our YouTube channel. If you haven't watched that video yet, that is, I, I've been told, Stephen Zarin, that it was too long, 30 minutes. But I'm telling you, that video is so information-packed, so yeah. information-packed. There is so much data in there. And, and obviously, in video form, you can see it, you can pause it, you can rewind it. So please be sure to visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. Link on over to our YouTube channel and watch that video if you have not done so already. It is slam-loaded with information, plus a hint or two. Even though the arc is here, Steve and Darren, we're still laying down the hints for you about things that are upcoming this month. So be sure to check that out and watch that. Share it with your teams. Let's get that video to about 10,000 views. Would be super awesome. Be sure to subscribe while you're there. Also, final announcement for those of you joining us for the very first time. Welcome to our community. Be sure to go down into the Spam It room. If you look over in your rooms list here in Discord, if you scroll down just a couple of spots, or if you're listening to podcast form a little bit later today, be sure to enter our Discord. Go into the Spam It room. Type anything or everything or post a meme or an emoji, anything. Our bot will catch you and register for a contest giveaway that we'll be doing here within the next couple of days for one of three, uh, one of five free $20 Battle Pass unlocks. So you got a chance to uh, hop in and get a free Battle Pass Elite Track unlock this month simply by entering our contest. We'll be drawing those names very, very soon. That said, good morning, community. Let's get your questions, all right? I've got the chat pulled up, and I am ready to go. I am already 74 messages behind, so <laughs> we'll see if we can get caught up. John Luke, I'm going to give you the first question. He says, hey, real simply put, how do we get Syndicate XP? This is awesome, all right? This is a simple and, and, uh, and a great mechanic uh, in and of itself. Syndicate XP will be gifted daily, so very much like board sales or trade XP if you accomplish your task. Syndicate XP is going to be gifted daily. However, it will be able to be purchased if you want to fast track through those levels of the Orion Syndicate tree. Plus, it's going to be uh, trade X or uh, Syndicate XP will be awarded through events and battle pass for you to be able to proceed with that a little bit faster. Not only that, John Luke, but as you proceed through the Syndicate tree, there are certain levels which will actually increase the payout of that Syndicate XP. So you'll notice if you've looked through our video or if you have perused the new uh, Syndicate section on stfc.space, you'll see that the levels do increase with the quantity of Syndicate XP needed. Woo, thank you, buddy. Uh, the amount of Syndicate XP needed is going to increase as the levels go up. So it only makes sense 
that the amount of syndicate XP that we get will also increase. This is a clear uh, nod from Scopely in acknowledging that things get longer the further we progress. Uh, things get harder to obtain. So this one in particular right here, at least I, I'm sure that it's still going to take a while. Guys, I have no illusion that if you approach this completely free to play, probably going to take, in my estimation, six to ten months. Um, you could obviously pay to fast track that and events and stuff will, uh, will give you the opportunity to move through that a little bit quicker. But as the amount of syndicate XP increases, so will your daily grant. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool too. Um, Prime says, will there be an event store this month? Well, as we have noticed from the patch notes and what you noticed the lack of in our video is that there was no talk of a month long event store. This type of month-long event store, Stevens Aaron, is typically reserved for the conclusion of an arc. What we can gather, all right, without it being an official response from Scopely, but what we can assume then is that this may not be the actual final arc in this storyline between the Romulans and the Klingons. That said, no month-long event store is going to occur this month. However, being that it is December and being that it is a holiday month, I would expect that there will be some type of holiday event as per usual. So uh, we will see how that presents. But no, to answer your question, no month-long event store, which I got to be honest with you, Steven Zaren, I'm not a thousand percent sure that I'm not okay with that. If we're going to get a holiday event store towards the, you know, towards the Christmas holiday, then perhaps that would be considered separate, right? And let's yeah. say it's next month so or say it's February, then we might end up actually with an additional event store. Yeah. I, I, I'm not well, sure that I'm, I'm against this move. Last year. It's yeah, like I having a birthday. Year, it's like, well, yeah, but last, well, last year we had a month long event store. Uh, and while yeah, it was, and, and while it was uh, decently generous, actually very generous, uh, it, was, yeah. it was only one store, right? So uh, this indicating that, that we could actually end up getting, you know, one and a half stores, you know, the full end of the arc yeah. event store plus, you know, something for the holiday. It's kind of like having Christmas, uh, you know, on the same time as like your birthday, right? Like sometimes that doesn't work <laughs> out. You end up getting like, you only end up getting one present, right? Uh, yeah. In this particular case, I hold out hope that we're going to end up with two presents. So I kind of I kind of like that. All right. Uh, Snowy Frog says question when should i push ops with a g3 g4 spend during this arc so as mentioned in the video there will be two auctions this month one will be power based and will have metrics for xp the second of these auctions will have g3 g4 material spend all right so there's going to be two opportunities at an auction style slb but only one of them for g3 and or, and now G5, material spend. The question about when you should push your ops, <clears throat> I mean, that's, that's kind of up to you, right? I am not yet prepared to give you the dates of these auctions, but they will happen. The power auction will happen first, and the material auction will happen towards the latter part of the month. So uh, maybe that will help you at least vaguely at this point. Uh, frog get you an opportunity to to start to plan a little bit there because let's not pretend too if you're going to participate in the in the power auction there is the possibility and potential for you to spend some materials there if you were going to work on guns for example and i will tell you i will tell you oh i am excited about this i have not seen the new math but we have received confirmation that Ripper's proposal into the rebalance of power-based domination auctions has been, um, has been accepted. We've been told that it was not probably going to be exactly the way that he wrote, but it's going to be very, very adjusted and very along the lines of what Ripper considers to be mathematically balanced in this game, which means, folks, that these, this power auction very well could be uh, seen, modified, in which XP is no longer a clear runaway, where research and buildings now still have a very clear and viable path. So for those of you who love to rely on XP, 
you'll still be able to use that. Uh, for those of you who burned all your XP last month, but have buildings and research that you can catch up on, you may have a real shot. So uh, that is what's happening with uh, those auctions. Okay. Uh, let's scroll through and see if we can find our next question. Darth Pigami writes, question, is there going to be a Harrison Picard data event this arc? I enjoyed the video, by the way. It made me laugh. Oh, <laughs> checks. Thanks. Um, I would not expect us to feature officers that are not relevant to this arc. Let me, let me be, let me put it that way. Because I did, however, hint in the video, right, that there was going to be an auction. But if all the officers are rare and Grush, the epic officer, is exclusively hooked into the Orion Syndicate tree, then who could we be auctioning? Well, I laid a hint out for you in the video. If you'd like to catch that hint, go back and watch it. Because I, I laid out a hint there for what officer could expect to, uh, to come up in the auction. Dirty Snowman says, do they plan on increasing the Tetrion payout or the cap? I don't have enough juice to power my Valdor. Never mind all the new ships cloak. So, <clears throat> Snowman, this is one of those things that, that has... I've had a ton of conversation with them about this. I am fully in favor of raising the cap. They were concerned about having like an unlimited style cap. My, my perspective on this is I'm okay with the daily allotment, so to speak. Um, I, I mean, I'd like for that to be higher, but the cap to be higher. Uh, for example, we talked about the G3 epics now becoming available in your faction store. Well, to cloak that ship, is 40 Tetrions, meaning that you could only have five, maybe six, if if you overclock your bank. That to me is not enough to be is not enough to be wildly like I mean truthfully, if I'm if I'm doing my my daily, there's three of them, right? And if I want to play in PvP, I only have one or two left, that's kind of lame, right? So they have had conversation with game design. I know that there's a great deal of of concern over keeping the use of this balanced. At the same time, they want people using it. They want people adopting it. So I think there's some internal conversation over how much is enough or how much is much. As of this moment, I am not aware that there is any definitive change coming, but I know that it's being talked about. And, and, and that is a good thing, even though I can't definitively say, yes, we're doing this or no, we're not doing that. Uh, the fact that it's actually an ongoing debate is good. That signals that there could be change, uh, but we're not able to share that information with you. All right. Um, yes. Just for a quick info, the cloaks for the Enterprise and Augur have shown up in the fashion store at, right now. There you go. Okay, so that was something that we escalated this morning. It is now there. And as we indicated in our video, the cost for those just under, I think it was 46,400, something like that. It's, it's just under 50,000 faction credits for you to unlock that G3 epic. Uh, and back to Snowman's point, you know, not enough Tetrions for the Valdor, much less all the other ships. This kind of feels to me like should probably be investing into one. You know, I, I have the very first one from level 26. I did not buy a level 28 last month. Knowing that the other ships were coming and knowing that larger ships are still to come, I have opted not to invest in anything yet. Even with the Augur, which is my primary main go-to PvP ship, that might be ready, be the one that I invest in because it is my PvP ship. I also, I also can adapt my Augur for use with my dailies. So... That may be the one that I choose to invest in, but I would have to imagine, folks, that doing multiple ships worth of cloaks, unless you're prepared to pay for that, uh, pay for that juice. Um, no one shell calls it go-go juice, disco. Uh, so I'm calling this one bye-bye juice. <laughs> Get it? Bye later. Can't see me now. Uh, so it, unless you're prepared to pay for the Tetrions, the bye-bye juice, if you will, I don't. I don't know that there is a great deal of, of benefit investing in both. All right. Uh, let's see. What else we have? 
going to go through. And Stevens, Aaron, if you're able to help me out just a little bit, I'd, I'd, I'd appreciate that. Gopher says, will there be specific events for Syndicate XP? Yes, there will be. Uh, or at least specific events in which XP will be paid. Yes. JT10 says, am I correct in assuming there will be a research event today? Um, that has been the case 100% of the time forever. If there is not a research event today, I would be surprised, but it is absolutely not worth uh, starting that research at this point when you only have three and a half hours to go. So I would not, uh, I would not begin that yet unless you're just dying for it. But again, do it with the warning that there could be a research event and you will not be paid for doing research ahead of time. <clears throat> okay, let's see. What else do we Can have? Can you explain how officer presets are going to work? Yeah, sure. So officer presets, um, there will be a total of nine available. But um, here's how it's going to break down. Eight of them will be unlocked at various levels through the Syndicate XP tree. All right, so... As you go through and earn the Syndicate XP, and as you unlock these levels, then you will unlock Officer Presets, okay? These uh, the crew loadouts, if you will. Um, at level, I think, I can't remember the levels of the tree, but at the first one is where you unlock your first one. Um, <clears throat> and there will be one slot available for immediate purpose. So it's a total of nine that you can have eight through the tree and one that is available for pay if you want it right here and now today. Sadly, this is what Ripper said on the show the other day where he was unhappy. You remember we were talking about some of the stuff that we like, you know, like not specifically. We said, hey, we like this. We see this. It looks good. Uh, but Ripper said there's one thing that I've already given feedback on that I have, and it was office blowdown. Uh, this is one that I don't like. I still have one or two other issues that I don't like about this arc. Um, but overall, I, I, I do like the, the syndicate thing. And I think that that's going to be a very interesting progression. But there's a couple of one two little things. And this was one of them for Ripper. And, and me too. Notably, it's only for bridge crew. The three yeah. officers that go on the bridge, there's no underdeck loadout. And I remember saying this six, eight, ten months ago. Like, if it doesn't have underdecks, I'm not interested. So ask me, Stevens Aaron, if I'm going to pay to unlock a preset. And, and now listen, if this had been full crew, under deck and, and everything, I probably would have paid for that one early, early slot. You know what I'm saying? Because I would love yeah. to have preset. Yeah, but yeah. under decks, mm, without the under decks, it, it, I know the crew that goes on the bridge. Yeah, I know the crew that goes on the bridge. It's the under deck crew that I have specific science for, specific math specific combinations depending on pvp or or you know <clears throat> this or that if i'm hunting swarm or whatever that's what i wanted so i'm disappointed that it took this long get this little to be perfectly um that said it uh, will unlock one slot at a time just like away team's assignments you'll be able to go in assign your three officers name it and save it when you go to recall that preset you just go into your ship management screen, go into your assigned crew, just like you normally would, and you'll be able to load a preset. There'll be a preset button there. Um, if an officer is available but on another ship, let's say it's fully repaired and in dock, then it will pull that officer over. However, if the ship is damaged or if the officer is out in space, then it will not pull the officer. It will load the preset and leave that slot blank. All right, so it at least will pull from other ships. Let's say you've got an officer in a preset who's on the lower deck of another ship slot. As long as that officer is able to be removed, as if the ship is, is repaired and in dock, then you will be able to pull it. <clears throat> okay, let's see. I am going through. I am now 151 messages behind. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> Cam's. This is how far I am behind. Cam just said, there's only one material spend auction. Yes, that's how far behind I am. That's 10 minutes, right? All right. So I, <laughs> yeah. I should apologize. Maybe I should just fast forward and skip. Um, uh, will there be a cloak mess. event? Yes. There will be events that encourage the use of cloaking. I am not aware of an event that requires cloaking. I think what we're going to see is an event similar to like cloak and dagger where you can do it with hostiles but um you know you can do it with hostiles but uh, cloaks make it easier 
Um, okay. Yeah, Blue Mandalorian says, how about this one? Ferengi traders have been added into the new Borg systems. <laughs> I, you know, I suspected, Blue, that they weren't in there. I really did because I've never seen one in there, but I never see them anyway. I've pulled one Latinum Antique in like the last six months. I had the worst luck with those things, so I didn't know if they were in there or not, but I'm glad that that's been acknowledged. All right, let's see. Uh, Commander Shally says, hey, how can we get Martok? So, Stevens, Aaron, you're going to have to remind me because I, I can't remember at this moment. I said in the video that one of the rares would be available through the elite track of the Battle Pass. Which one was it? Was it Martok it was, or was it Galron? Was it, was it Galron, I think? Okay. Ooh, I watched it. I watched it this morning, but I can't remember now. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember which, which one it was. Uh, one of them will be available in the Elite Track of the Battle Pass. The other one will have some events that source the shards, but a guaranteed unlock uh, is not present. Like, there's no guarantee of an unlock of the second rare officer. So uh, you'll have to do well in events, and, and uh, you know, you could, is what they say, you you, ha you there may be the opportunity for you to get the second unlock, but there will be packs available for him as well. Um, Reed says, you know what? Legit question. This is a good question. When the heck is Raj showing up as an officer? You know, it's interesting, Reed. And I, crazy enough, I totally agree. I've had this question. We have never had a non-officer featured on cover art, but we did last month. Raj was on the banner art, the, the cover game interstitial, if you want to call it. Uh, we've never had that before. And Raj has been such a central character of this entire narrative. I kind of halfway wondered if he was going to be an officer introduced into the game. We haven't seen any indication of that yet, but he is certainly a pivotal character in this entire Romulan Klingon war narrative series, this story. So I wouldn't be surprised if we did end up seeing something like that. But as of now, I'm not familiar or aware any plans to actually bring him into the game. All right. What else we got? Akila Mech asks um, and mentions about those two research nodes that cancel each other out with the um, closing oh. ship. <laughs> absolutely. Okay, really, listen. From a marketing perspective, it's absolutely brilliant. Okay? Like, <laughs> here, we're going to have you spend all these resources on a research and then there's all these other resources you can spend on a research that completely negates the first research, meaning that if you fully invest into both researches, you are exactly, exactly where you started with. <laughs> from, from a company who's trying to get you to spend stuff, it's genius, right? Here, we want you to spend yeah. all this stuff so that you are right back where you started. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i can't even get it out without laughing about it it's ridiculous at the same time it's genius is it whatever it, there's one that increases your chance of being able to pierce their anonymity and there's another one that increases your own chances of anonymity whatever you know it i can't imagine that those are researches i'm going to invest in unless i'm forced to by prerequisites um but yeah that's I don't care. If I get hit, I'm dead. You know, I, I now if I'm at war or if I've got griefers on my server, you know, maybe, but I don't typically care to get hit. I know big countries said that before. Like if I die, I die. I repair, I go back out. Um, but, but I know that that's different on some servers. You know, I, I don't, I'm not harassed and I'm not griefed. And, and so that may make it different. Uh, this could be research that's worth it for some of you if you have that type of situation on your server do consider that if you don't invest in the research at all, but they do, they can have up to a 96% chance at anonymity. Yeah. So uh, yeah. that is something for you to consider. If you do want the opportunity to be able to see who it is, then maybe it is something that you should, should do. Hope's excellent question. Hope says from server 137, can you hold a node while cloaked with a coffin and not be attacked? No, you cannot. Uh, sitting on a capture node is the same thing as sitting on a mining node, okay? Uh, you cannot be on a node and cloaked. This new sarcophagus cloak, um, I ain't going to lie. I actually am kind of excited to see how this plays out. I know the sarcophagus is a trash It's always been a trash ship because of its ridiculous difficulty in getting it to be able to be used where it's good 
Listen, the sarcophagus yeah. is good at one thing. All right, it's good at one thing, and it is taking chips off of nodes or holding nodes uh, because of its extreme damage output. It's massive, and that ship can punch up. There's been a few players who have pushed this. Um, uh, uh, Bubba Joe is one. I think he's his tier nine, and he says it will inflict massive damage. The problem is getting it there. So this cloak, I got to be honest with you, is probably the most strategic cloak in the game so far. All right. The Sarko now, a year later, actually has practical use. You can now use that wrecking ball of a ship to get to a node undetected and take out a much larger ship. I This is why I fundamentally disagree with it being paywalled. This cloak is available only in in-app purchases for the immediate time frame. I have screamed and screamed and screamed about this. I hope that Scopely hears me, even if it's not this month in December. Uh, like with the other cloaks, it needs to be soon, maybe January or in an event store, uh, in a cosmic cleanup, which has kind of been the home to the sarcophagus. Uh, it needs to be made available because I consider this sarcophagus cloak an excellent tool for an underpowered player. And and I have been screaming that this that this should not have been paywalled. Uh, it should have been. Heck, this could have been the SMS meta this month, Stevens Aaron. You didn't have an officer for it, right? There's no officer acquisition meta this month because the only epic officer is in the syndicate tree. This yeah. would have been a yeah. perfect opportunity to to take the Sarco cloak and make it the SMS acquisition item this month. Um, I would have really liked to have seen that. I will encourage that for next month. Um, but this, to me, is a tool for the younger player, and it's sad to me that they will not have access to it unless they drop money. So uh, I will be continuing to advocate for that. But it does make the Sarco extremely relevant, uh, and, it, and it makes the Sarco much more valuable now if you engage in territory capture. Now, 203 behind. Uh, Snake Eyes is confirming for me. This is how far behind I am. Snake Eyes is confirming for me that Galron will be the Elite Battle Pass Unlock. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. I am six minutes behind in the chat. Wow, you guys are crazy. Six minutes and 211 messages. Awesome. Um, K21, I, actually, I think I might have just answered your question, although I'm six minutes uh, behind. You say sarcophagus um, and jelly are technically neutral. Will there be a way to unlock these without spending? As of right now, no. But I will continue to advocate for that. Absolutely. Uh, okay. I'm going to skim for another message or Stevens Aaron, if you happen to have one. A lot of people asking about the Sarko Cloak. I hope I answered everybody's questions, but I am very, very behind. Sorry. Battle Droid uh, says, is there a list of research we should not get? No. No. You're going to need to go through them and look because there's a lot of good research in there. As a matter of fact, that yeah. was one area that Ripper was very happy about, as am I. I think that there is some good piercing research and good mitigation. You know I'm a huge damage guy, okay? So piercing and mitigation, me, that is some of the most beautiful math in this entire game. Uh, I love piercing. I love mitigation. So there's a lot of researches around that. There is some damage research. There's warp speed research, which Bubba Joe I know is thrilled about. Him and Ripper both have talked about even... Uh, 11 of 11's officer ability, how they were thrilled that it was warp speed for their new, you know, for their Nova uh, or for their, their deep space miners. So uh, I believe that uh, there is some good speed research uh, in that tree. The, the big one, and I spent like five whole minutes on it in the video, is Meridian Protected Argo. That. Yes. That's that amazing is absolutely massive it is game changing as a matter of fact i issue an apology now to the vidar hunters it's going to make it much harder much <laughs> harder to get your you know I, I even said to somebody the other day uh when we were having our meeting i'm like it's it's so weird because scopely just made particle available to everybody by using the meridian with the low protected cargo people who didn't have territory now had an opportunity to easily 
come in and get their isogen, one, two, and three star, and therefore then be able to redeem that for particles without being in territory. And how long did that last? How long has Meridian been out? Five months, four months, five months, and boom, just like that, it's gone. I mean, and it is gone. Non-territory holders are going to see their uh, over-cargo isogen uh, really dry up. I mean, it's still going to be out there. Yeah, I'll still go over cargo. I know I will because I'm bad with mining my miners. My miners. So, uh, so DJ, but, can you do a quick explanation of um, with how that will work? I know you kind of did it in the video, but for those that haven't I seen did it, do it, I did do it in the video, and I want you to go watch the video. Okay. But uh, the research is low level. It unlocks at level 25. It maxes out at ops level 34. It's a 10-level research. Um, and folks at level 10, let me just tell you, it, it's not exactly precise, but it will practically double your protected cargo that you've got right now in any scenario. All right. It's not additive to office. It's not additive to research. It is multiplicative. It's one of the very few calculations in the game where it is actually multiplicative. So if you put your best protected crew loadout on your sarcophagus right now or uh, on your meridian right now and let's say that your protected cargo is uh, let's say seventy-five thousand. with this new research maxed out at level 10 it will take you roughly just shy it won't be exactly double it's probably going to be a couple of thousand shy of double so if you're 75 now that means you could end up with 145 146,000 protected cargo. You guys look at your look at your meridian now, the protected cargo will nearly double. The math is magnificent and you can see the detailed math in my video. Swagger says it doesn't make any difference for a Vidar hunter. I well, here's the thing. I'm more likely to catch myself before I go over cargo if I'm over cargo in 14 minutes versus 6 minutes, right Swagger? So I agree that people will absolutely still go over cargo because they're irresponsible to me. <laughs> but um, it's just it's not going to be quite as prolific, I don't Now, sw nah, Swagger, nah, now you're going off the deep end. He said it's only good for a Tier 1 Meridian. Absolutely false. This affects base, all right? And, and really, I want you to go watch the videos and see how the math works, all right? But at Tier 9, at tier nine, here, let me just, I'll, I'll give you this nugget. You're going to have to go watch the math to figure out how it works. But at tier nine, the base protected cargo on a tier nine level 45 max meridian is 10,600. That's the base protected cargo before research, before office. This research at level 10 adds 10,000 to the base. It doubles it, guys. Minus 600. So, so now your protected cargo base value it's going from 10,600 to 20,600, all right? It's massive, all right? No swagger, not after research. Uh, okay, let me rephrase. The 20,600 number, that becomes the new base. Then you add all the protected cargo research that you already have in the game, all right? Uh, in my case, it's 340%, Okay. And that, that's before officers. So let's pretend you've got a max to pring. Maybe you've got a tier one, three of 11. Maybe you've got a tier two or a tier three DuPont. Maybe you've got a Joaquin that you can use. That's all multiplied on top. It's a massive, massive change. Auto Obsession says, do we know how much third researcher is going to cost? I don't know. Somewhere probably between $5 and your left kidney. I, I honestly don't know. We we were having conversations about this. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. My hope, based on based on the conversations we had, my hope is twenty dollars. All right, because second researcher twenty dollars. Um, I'm hoping that they don't escalate. I kind of feel like they might. All right, let's think about who the target of third researcher. All right, it's not the free to play anymore. Second builder, second researcher. Absolutely free to play. Okay. Third researcher is not really a free to play mechanic. Third researcher, I feel, is more designed towards like people who are trying to jam pack their research through who have researches that are taking 
hundreds of days. All right, be ready. We're going to come to you for events here in just a minute. We've got 19 minutes left in our Q&A, so uh, let's uh, let's give you ready maybe the last uh, 10 to 15 minutes. I will answer a few more questions. How about five or six more minutes on questions? You guys got them. Steven Zaren, uh, help me out, or if you've got anything. Uh, Dital says, any chance on a free-to-play path for second researcher now? Uh, this conversation has happened. I don't have any immediate plans, but I know that they are receptive to the idea, Dital. Now the third researcher is available. They are receptive to the idea of allowing a grinder's path. However, no plan has even come close to, to being implemented. Okay, right now it's just being discussed. Um, <clears throat> Dragon says, does anyone have a list of researchers that affect protected cargo? Um, I don't think I have an actual written out list, but, but yes, there is one. Matter of fact, Looter, you're here. I'm almost sure that you guys designed a protected cargo spreadsheet, right? If the looter from the Kelvin Memorial Archive is here, I am 95% sure that they actually built a tool for this. Um, Thanks. I and, think they did, too. And, I'll and, find and, it. And, if, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, no, I don't, think, I don't think it's been modified yet. And we'll, we'll get with the KMA to see if they've got that and assist them with, um, with uploading that. But, yes, they, uh, there is... But, but I can tell you, there's only, I think, five or six. You've got one in territory, one in, in galaxy, one in away teams. There's a prime in there somewhere. I think there's two primes now, actually. Um, so, yeah, there's not that many. I think it's, it's uh, five or six, but we'll get you, we can get you a list. Absolutely. We can get that for you. All right. Um, ath- athlete. I believe is your name, athlete. Uh, will we get more gas than ore and crystal? This, you know, I, I don't know. That <clears throat> is a weird rotation with Scopely. We've seen it, Stevens Aaron, where it goes like two months of ore and then crystal. Like last month, it was crystal, right? Which was unusual. We don't get very many months where crystal's the heavy, the heavy material. I have never really been able, athlete, to to discern a pattern with that. So, unfortunately, I can't answer that for you. And I know Ops isn't going to be able to either at this point. Um, so, we'll, we'll probably just have to kind of wait and see on that. But, uh, no, there is always kind of a, a heavier material. I just don't know the pattern, and I don't know what it'll be this month. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try to see if we can get some of that information there for you. And, yes, I do encourage you using stfc.space if you're looking for the protected cargo. Uh, researches, but not all of them have protected cargo in the name. For example, Survey Security, which is in the away teams, that is the name of that research. Survey Security. If you're just searching cargo or searching protected, it's not going to show up. So, uh, going to be going to be tough there. But nonetheless, uh, you can use that to find those researches. I, I might argue that actually scrolling through the research. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, actually scrolling through the researches in your, your R&D game might be a little bit faster the icons and stuff. So, uh, Aries says, how many Jelly Brawls and Parabellums this month? Oh, my God. Snake Eyes, did they tell us how many? I know that there are plurals, okay? Aries, I can't remember the exact number. I do feel like they told us uh, it will be in the in-game news center. Okay, I, I can. I I did advocate for them to be sure because you know it's weird. Sometimes the arc runners don't put that in the in-game news center because they don't consider it to be part of the arc. But we kind of have always liked seeing that, you know. So I did encourage that they list those in the in-game news center with the uh, events calendar, and they agreed to do so. So Aries, uh, it may be a few hours before we know the answer to that question, but we will know the answer to that question today. All right, it will be in the in-game news. <clears throat> All right. Um, I'll tell you what, maybe one more question, if somebody has one quickly, and then I'm going to uh, give all the attention, love, and adoration to our Indian correspondent, V-Ready, on the APAC server so we can begin to break down our events. Uh, Turf Wars. Yeah, I don't see anybody with a question. Okay, so let's talk about it, V-Ready. Your time to shine, baby boy. Turf Wars is the first event that uh, I can see that you posted here. And uh, let me go ahead and tell you, this is what I warned people about on the last podcast. V-Ready Turf Wars is a seven-day instance milestone. 
an instance milestone is defined in this game as a server milestone. All right. This is what I was telling people about. Everybody is going to have to participate. Now, there's going to be two different ways to score, right? Be ready. One is obviously going to be through takeovers, but the other is going to be through a series of events. Now, Steven's Aaron, that doesn't make sense. Why? Actually, let me come back to V-Ready. V-Ready, why would there be a couple of solo milestones event if the focus is takeover? Think about this mathematically from an engineering perspective. For the uh, Alliance leaderboard. Okay, I could go with that, but not even mechanically speaking. Last month, when you entered a takeover, who got the points? Yeah, only the, only the leader. The only the admiral. Only the admiral. So this month, folks, if your team is not able, if an individual is not able to score a point, then they don't get paid. So these solo milestone events that are built in, the server milestone event, that is how you get paid. If you do not complete those solo milestones, you will not get paid out of the server milestone. KMD says uh, admirals can still chill. Yes, but why wouldn't you do the SMSs? Because they're going to probably pay rewards. So, but yes, the admirals are still going to continue to be the mechanic that, that get the points. So, yeah, um, SMS is still paying a lot of uh, resources. Yes. And I have been told and can now, uh, I guess, possibly share that the resource injection last month. They very much enjoyed that you enjoyed it. And while they are not guaranteeing, obviously, the exact number of, of uh, rewards because it varies by event, they uh, have acknowledged that they are wanting to inject resources. And we should continue to see a pattern, V-Ready, of high-paying events. And I think that is amazing news. I think that's amazing so, yes, I am happy, 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 joy, joy. All right, so Turf Wars, uh, this is a seven-day-long server milestone. I am now prepared to give you the math, V-Ready. You know what? First, let's take a look at this screenshot. Steve is there, and I hope you're grabbing this stuff or V-Ready and putting it in the graphics room. All right, uh, Turf Wars, the instance milestone. Where's the, you know what, V-Ready, I'm missing a screenshot. Nope, there it is, there it is. Couldn't find the first screenshot. All right. Join a takeover for a new zone. 12,000 points. Win a takeover or defend a takeover for an owned zone. 10,000 points. First thing I observe here, they narrowed the gap. Dropping and retaking is maybe no longer the absolute best way to do it. All right. But notice here what they have done. Tier ones, twos, and threes have the same point value, Steven Zaren. Yeah. What do you think that's going to do? Let's think about this for, from, a, from a, a perspective of trying to motivate players to move around. What's it going to do? I guess it's going to yes. even the playing field. Well, it's going to even the playing field, but there's not as much. The, the only risk now is in you just giving up your tier three. You know, yeah. like you're not going to run away if you have a tier three zone. So for the alliances, let me tell you, here's how I look at this. Battle Droid, you've got it. Here's how I look at this. The big alliances who don't want to move and give up their tier three, you're now at a disadvantage because you know who can do it? The scrappy little 40-man alliance who doesn't own a territory who can literally attack every tier one on the map and then drop it again and go to the next. There's a slight difference in points for the Alliance leaderboard, though. Like, it's 4,000. There is. Mm -hmm. It's very slight. It's very slight. But there is a difference. But but again, very small. The design. This is why I said, Stevens, Aaron, can you see now why I said I think I like this math? This is fair. This is is fair. All right? Because the Alliances who don't want to move and give up their Tier 3, you're going to be at a disadvantage against that scrappy little no-territory alliance who just goes and just cleans out the Tier 1s. All right? Yeah. Now, Mud, you are correct. Still going to be a problem for servers who have heavy coalitions or big whale alliances and, and all that stuff. I don't disagree. But those alliances are going to... Those alliances will either have to enter 
in order to get the points, I mean, sure, they can fly in and, and just wipe you off the map, you know, that, that could happen, you know, or fly uh, in and, and kill your ships. But if you score points, you're going you're gonna to do it. And even in the ALB, you get points for a loss. So even entering and losing every, terror one, every Tier 1 territory, yeah. you're going to place. Okay? I like the math on this. Further, let me tell you about this server milestone. I don't know if anybody's done the math. I don't know if anybody's done the math on this, but I told you servers are going to have to ish work together ish kind of ish because if nobody contests anything on your server you will not complete the server milestone can somebody remember very quickly how many territories i can never remember if it's 52 or 57 i think it's 52 i can never honestly remember the actual number all right there's there's 60 zones six no that's not right it's in the 50s can't count that zola one it's not 60 no, it's Shall- Shally says fifty-four. Um, oh, could be. I, I, I don't remember. Uh, Captain Planet says mathematically, it's quite possible for a one-man alliance to test every one star and walk away with the top spot. That can happen, but now he's going to have to have a boatload of resources to do that. Okay, fifty-four. Shinjo says is correct. Thank you. I knew it was fifty-four plus Tola. I knew Tola doesn't count. So fifty-four. Thank you guys. I, I knew it was somewhere in there. That's that's correct. Now, I want somebody to look at the instance milestone the server milestone and let's just assume that nobody can test anybody be ready look at the math let's assume that everybody let's assume that your map is full and that everybody drops and retakes their own takeover is there enough points to complete the server milestone (laughs) evil laugh no the the answer is we're not going to wait for anybody to do the math there is not enough points, meaning that your server must contest each other to finish the server milestone. It has to happen. Well, they have to join, I guess, in a sense. Uh, Whether they can test it don't or take, not. Don't take the fun out of it. <laughs> Go fight, people. God, why are, we, why are we always looking for the lazy way out? I mean, I know I'm lazy. I'm super lazy. Okay, I'm very lazy. But if it's something I like doing, I'm gonna I'm gonna go do it. All right. Yeah, speaking, the alliance leaderboard is paying a lot better than the SMS. I mean, than the server SMS. Well, and it will, and it will. That was also done to try to get people to play, try to get people to move around, try to again. They're talking about increasing these rewards, trying to get it going. Listen, I know not all servers are gonna play, and if you don't. You will lose out on resources as a result. That's your choice. But um, this event, if if your server wants to play, if your server wants to be fully paid, it is going to require contestation. Now, maybe Stevens Aaron's right. Maybe you just have to plan a pin, and no coalition, no whale alliance is going to prevent you from dropping a pin. They can't. No, they can prevent you from flying in. They can prevent you from fighting they can prevent you from playing fine all that is possible scopely can prevent you from playing because of lag that is all possible they can't keep you from dropping a pin so if you really wanted to suck all the fun out of it just go and drop a bunch of pins all right yeah but, but it but is there are also alliance leaderboards so that will also affect the alliance leaderboard as well so if, if you're wanting to win higher on the alliance leaderboard then yes but it looks like you are going to have to fight yep Yep. So uh, contestation, uh, or at least dropping pins, will be required, folks. All right. And there is a ratio. I'm not prepared to share that with you yet because I want to see how players do it on their own. But, you know, maybe later this week, I'll give you the math on it. That way, you know, people can people can speed up the process if they want to make sure that they complete. But I, I got to be honest with you. I don't want to give you the math on this yet because I really actually want people to do it. This is probably no, it is looking really good. This is probably the best mechanically designed territory capture event that we've ever seen. Mechanically. Now, granted, engineering will still find a way to screw this up, and so will social interaction uh, in some cases. But as far as an event goes, best the territory is. So, Iggy says all uh, this could mean is. is friendly is friendly trades, and yeah, sure. 
I, again, I just said the only thing that screws up the intent of this event is social interaction or scope yeah, lag. Um, you know, you, you so this guys is, this can is what control. will make the difference, DJ. Um, the ALB is um, zoned points. So your T1, T2, or T3 zones. So this that, one here will, will also. Um, but we'll, look, at the, look at the variance in points. Variance in yeah, points, right. very small. I mean, if, you, if you're holding a tier three takeover, doing one tier one takeover it outscores tier three. So, so you, you can absolutely outscore an alliance if they don't want to give up their tier three. All right. Commander Taylor, you are in a very unique scenario. And you know what? For you, my friend, I actually will share the math. Send me a PM. There's, there's one or two servers where I probably will share the math. Of course, if I do that, Steven's there and it's going to come out anyway. Um, should I just give the math? I really didn't want that. I wanted y'all to go play. Have some freaking uh, fun let's, in let's territory for a change. You know what? It's not my place to judge. Big country would say I'm not in a place to judge. I should not. So I'll, I'll just give you the math. Ransusi says no. Don't give the math. Tosh says no. Don't give the math. Okay. I am proud of you, community. I'm proud of you. Airing into the unknown and going to play. Going to play a real game. Okay, now you guys are getting out way outwhelmed. <laughs> JB says, give the math. I'm not paid to be here. Okay, fine. Here you go. Um, we want the math. Well, that's what that's what Talking Trek is good for. We math everything, don't we, oh. Stevens Aaron? Here's okay. the math. Here we go. Here's your math. It's actually really simple, guys. The total number of takeovers on your server. So 52 takeovers. Uh, 35% of those must have at least two pins dropped. It's not heavy math. And it's not heavy participation. I was kind of building it up a little bit. I really wanted you all to go out there and fight. Uh, <laughs> 35% of your territories must have at least two pins. There you go. Please don't, don't suck the life out of this event. Guys, this is a game. All right. And, and listen, when something sucks, when something sucks, I tell you, I think it sucks. Okay. I really do. I have always been fair and objective and honest. When something sucks, it sucks. Right. This event yeah. mathematically is written so well. This person, I'm not going to say who it is unless they want me to later, but this arc runner put so much time. And let me also say so much consultation. Snake Eyes, true or false? This individual has been consulting with you, me, Ripper, and Rev, and a, and a handful of others for easily easily four to six weeks and and while it said while i said on the last show that these changes are uh a direct reflection on the tc event last month which is still true this person was working on this framework weeks ago and and we only made some adjustments to math over the last two to three weeks but this event this person has been working on for a while so i am I like the math on this event. I think it's written in a way that is completely fair. And, and for players to take that away or, or to, I just think that it, it should be something you guys give a fair shake to. I know that territory capture gameplay sucks. I've never said otherwise. But here's an event that has actually bitten, been written the best ever by this one individual and I would very very much like to see this individual see some good metrics on this event I would very much like to see this person rewarded for the time that they put in I would like for you guys to give it a fair shake because this event is the best TC event that there's ever been I'm not taking anything away from the feature feature still a steaming pile of doo-doo it is all right territory capture gameplay sucks but you know what mathematically it's always been great the particles the territories it, you know mathematically engineering wise it's always been a great feature it's the it's the gameplay and this can be blamed on the players the social aspect which is 100% your fault community as a whole the social aspect the kingmaker alliance the coalition play that's 100% on you 100% yeah. 
I'll, I'll, I'm going to add my two cents on this one real quick. Like, as a person who generally didn't like the PvP at first, I'm actually kind of excited for this arc. And well, you know, I've learned over the over the years to actually give it a chance instead of, you know, complaining and whining about it as soon as we read the text about it or hear about it. Like, once you actually get to the event, it's not that bad. This event, I think, is going to be good, and I appreciate that, that commentary, Jeff. This event has been written well, and I will agree with this, with this, with this statement. Shinjo, uh, you're right. If gameplay sucks, then there's no amount of math that can make it not suck. I agree. I agree. All I'm saying is this event has the potential to be slightly less sucky. Okay, territory can be slightly less sucky this month. If you guys give this thing a fair shot. And don't forget, there is the introduction of the cloaked sarcophagus, which, I hate to say this, if you're willing to pay for it, can be a game-changing tool for scrappier players. Sadly, scrappy players are not typically ones that shovel hundreds of dollars at the game. So, I again, I just feel like they missed the mark on targeting for that pack. Uh, But nonetheless... You know, there are a few things that are coming in, and I told you this past week, Jesse, I feel like there is a little bit of renewed energy over at Scopely trying to find a way to salvage this largely dead feature within their game. I, uh, I, I 100% agree with you. I, I'm actually, you know, I'm thinking this arc may be an A for me whenever it comes oh, to I'm reserving judgment. Oh, I'm for sure reserving judgment yet. <laughs> I'm reserving judgment, <laughs> but... but uh, I yeah. do like I like how it's been written. I like how it's been written. I, I'll gotta be honest with you. I can tell you right now, without a shadow of a doubt, the arc does not like it cannot right. It cannot earn a perfect grade. It cannot be an A plus because of the crew loadouts. That's a fail to me. That's a big fail. Like I, I'm thinking, even if everything else went perfect this month, the best that this this arc could get would be an A minus because of crew loadouts. I think it's terrible. I think it's so. Anywho. All right. We are at about our time. I will give you just about two, three more minutes. Does anybody have a question? Anybody have a question related to the arc that I can answer for you uh, or a mechanic? Uh, V-Ready, do you see anything else that needs immediate attention? The, the only reason that I didn't put the Turf Wars in our video, V-Ready, is because I knew it was launching today, but it is a Tuesday. There's no takeovers. And so we were going to produce a video this afternoon and have it ready to go for you tomorrow morning to actually really go over the math of territory uh, or turf wars. So we will be producing more more content. You're going to have your event guide. We're also going to do a turf war video. That's all coming out here very, very soon. But uh, I knew turf wars was launching today, uh, but it's Tuesday, so no. no. All right. Uh, Starfleet Command says, have the territory capture buffs been nerfed? Not that I'm aware of. You know what, though? I will say this. Now, I am still awaiting. Let me just check right now to see if there has been anything. Uh, I am waiting on investigation into a report where some people have indicated that their ship power has decreased this morning. Um, This did not happen to me. I'm looking at my account. I, I don't know what my numbers were exactly. But, like, I knew my enterprise was 5.7 million. It still is. So I'm not sure what is going on with that. I have really gotten no evidence. I've gotten a handful of players who have messaged me about it. I turned in a report because it's not anything I can investigate on my own. So I turned in a report. I have no information at this time. I've got no update at this time. But if you were a player that did notice your power drop, I might be interested in having you. Um, I might uh, be interested in having you uh, communicate with me a little bit later so we can try to nail it down. Also, I do see an update right now from Live Ops. Um, apparently, uh, for those of you on the APAC servers, the contributions were not scoring correctly for Turf Wars. That has now been corrected. So if Turf Wars was supposed to be scoring 500, then uh, it is now 500. Master, Master Bont... Server 146 says, yes, I have seen the reduction of power, and it is having a real-time effect or reduction on my ability to kill reds. So I 
don't know what the situation is with that. At this point, I'm at the very, very beginning of trying to figure this out, uh, Master Bond. So if you can uh, shoot me some details, if you happen to have before and afters, that would be really helpful. Thing is, I don't have screenshots of my ship power before. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, I, I don't, I'd have to go back to a video. I could probably do it in a video, but I've done research and stuff s- since then. So we're going to have to do well, some investigation. Logs. I can tell you for sure, for certain that my ship power has not gone down. So. Mine has not either, but I have seen some clear evidentiary cases where it, is it has. Is it only on the APAC servers or on a specific server? I don't know. I haven't even begun an investigation on this. So, so uh, look, there's server 36. Khan says all of them, even my Stella. That's a U.S. server, 36. That's my so, server. So uh, Starfleet Command says server 36. On the other hand, Stormbringer says my power's not changed at all, server 16. So there is something. Uh, there is something. Okay, I, just, we, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is yet. Uh, Lord Farquaad is theorizing that it could be territory capture buffs or services, which is possible. But again, I, I, all I've done at this point, guys, is report it. Scopely has not even acknowledged oh. that report yet. Uh, they've not even acknowledged that report yet. So, um, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. But that's good information to have. So clearly, Grungandola says, I'm guessing it's the grayed out officer's bug in lower decks. Actually, that was corrected and proven corrected, Grung. Um, I actually thought that that was still in play, even as, as little as like four to six weeks ago. And I was challenged on camera live to to do some video testing, and we did, and we proved that I'm an idiot. So well, it's that that has not been working for a long time. That's proven. What about uh, okay? So let's just span it out to all the tier three zones. Like, are they noticing a ship drop? Do yeah, guys. So here, uh, one other thing to keep in mind: you cannot test this in base. You got to fly into space. Because in base, it's wrong and has always been wrong. Uh, as a matter of fact, my first thinking this morning was that they actually finally fixed the faction ship bug in base. But some people are saying that it's out in space and in armadas and things like that. Um, I fully, uh, If it were in base only and out in space it's the same, then I'd say, yay, that's a bug fix, actually. Because your, your power in base has been wrong since the game launched. And I know I've said that before, so you guys know why. Your power in base has never been correct. It's wrong. It's deadly wrong. Um, but in space, uh, it is accurate. So, you know, if you guys are noticing ship nerf in base, well, then maybe they just fixed that faction tag bug. But I don't think that's it. I think, I think some people are seeing it out in space. Blue, I, I think this is something different. Uh, Blue says, and yes, you're right. Ripper did fix it in version. Uh, Scopely, I know, has talked to him about implementing that, but they do have concerns over that. Like, it's weird to me, Blue. Like, they'd rather leave the ship power the way it is, even though it's wrong, because players react negatively to anything that is considered a nerf. So even though the ship power is displayed wrong, if they corrected it and ship power went down, then they would have to deal with players screaming about their ship power going down. So they've actually discussed leaving that one alone so that player, so that players don't, you know, freak out over stupid stuff. Um, but as Nazi says on server one thirty nine, it is definitely in space and it is in battle logs. So um, we'll we'll uh, we'll investigate. You guys help us out. Uh, we'll investigate any information we can provide. Scopely would be better because obviously we know we are way faster than Scopely is. So yeah, if we, the more information we can get them, the better. If they can also include like their what services they have that that would boost their shield or hull or attack that would also be helpful absolutely guys with that if there's no other questions pertaining to the arc i am sitting in the parking lot at work and i want to thank you for spending the last 60 minutes here with us uh, a little bit more five minutes or so uh enjoying your official q a on duality part three we will do more a little bit later uh and uh, perhaps steven's aaron if we got a little time maybe we'll create a text channel uh, and see if we can't uh, do the part of Scopely community managers today and give you a community uh, Q&A uh, in text form. Uh, I will continue to encourage you guys and thank, I, I'm preaching to the choir, thank you guys for being here. 
Thank you for getting your content from Talking Trek. Thank you for making number one destination for all things analytics and teaching education within Star Trek Fleet Command. I know that there's a ton of players who continue to reside on the official Discord uh, who don't get their information here. And, and to be honest with you, I'm perfectly okay with that because I don't want this Discord turning into toxicity that is the official Discord. That said, um, it's a double-edged sword, Stevens Aaron, because I want the information available to as many people as possible. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can get some of this stuff out. Steven Zaren's going to get us the audio recording. We'll get it posted as soon as possible. Don't forget, those of you who are here, go enter into the Spam It Room for your chance at a free Battle Pass unlock. We got five of those to give away. Uh, so that will be happening uh, in the next couple of days. We'll be giving away five free Battle Passes. Elite Track, this is the Elite Track unlock. Be sure and go in and enter into our Spam It Room, and you'll have an opportunity to win. That right there. Also, visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can link on over to our YouTube channel, uh, get the video, watch the video. You know, that doesn't require you to be in the official Discord. You should share that with your team. That is a great... I'm really proud of that video, guys. Snake Eyes outdid himself, but, but even in addition to the production quality, the information we were able to jam into that video, like, that's probably one of the most info-filled videos i think we've ever done for an arc fall and i'm really really proud of it so lots of great information in there uh please be sure to share that around and and let's get those views up also while you're on the youtube channel please be sure to subscribe hit the little likey like button and consider joining our youtube patron program uh to turn your name gold here within our discord my name is ultimate djs here with another talking in cars with djs arc fall duality part three for december of 2021 the last arc fall of the year, Stevens Aaron. We are a subset of the Talking Trek podcast taped every Wednesday and Sunday. And we invite you to check us out on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Play, uh, or Amazon Alexa, Google Play, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Again, my name is Ultimate DJs, your friendly neighborhood cat person saying meow for now. Love you, mean it. Catch you on the next one. Meow, bye. <laughs>